Freedom to fly? Another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the Beskari. Friday, Saren, Relora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives, and these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. So, it's been a month since we last played Starfinder together. Dang. I know. We basically uh, took October off. We all had a lot going on. It was exciting stuff. It was a very boring month in terms of <laughs> weekends. Yeah, but you had you had midterms and homework. Not exactly. <laughs> midterms and homework. That was that was that was. Dustin's October summed up in a nutshell, but the rest of us had a good time. It's also Dustin's November and December summed up in a nutshell, but you know. (laughs) It's about right. We're all back. And we're going to play Starfinder today. And it is exciting because we are getting to, uh, we are getting to the last arc of book two. And I'm, I'm thinking we will be able to complete book two this season. So... That's yeah, really exciting. Wow. We're getting close to the end of this season as well. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. We have six more episodes, so we're actually about halfway through. We're a little over halfway through the season. And we're going to be able to cram most of book two, most of the end of book two, into it. So, it's good stuff. That's thrilling. It is thrilling. It is most exciting. What, what's next? Season three? Yeah. <laughs> season four? Book I think it, season I think four. Season four. We're we're in three. season three. Yeah, yeah, season four will start. We'll kick off book three, I believe. If we can get there, we've got a lot to fit in, and so we're just gonna dive right back into our starship combat. It's been a month. Oh, Who shit. remembers? I know we're halfway through a starship combat. Who remembers what happened last episode? Starship combat does feel like it lasts a month. It does. It takes a long time. <laughs> you met Agavana Stoneblood, who the Viscarium knows as Agavana Oathbreaker. Oh, that's right. Agavana Stoneblood told you that she was actually working against the Adamant Scale, which is a shadowy organization that no one in the Viscarium government officially knows about. You believed Agavana's story, and so instead of attempting to capture her and return her to Eshevayo Fireheart, as you were originally hired to do, you elected to help her escape on the Wintermorn instead. As the Wintermorn was making its escape, two BMC Maulers appeared, did a strafing run, killed Charity Mark V, took off into the atmosphere after the Wintermorn, 
The boy jammer gave chase, engaged the two combatants, and the Wintermourn has successfully entered the drift, leaving the boy jammer behind to deal with the two ships. And that's uh, where we are. Although there's only one ship left, right? Nope. We, we blew up one at the end. Did we? Did yeah, you? I believe we ended with a with an explosion. Did we end with an explosion? And I just forgot to delete this. Well, then it was probably this one right here. Goodbye. All right. You exploded one of them. Congratulations. Yay. So we're at the beginning of yet another round of Starship Combat. As Jess so accurately points out, Starship Combat feels eternal. It feels like it shall never end. <laughs> it is a very lengthy process. It will never be over. Except it, it might be over in fairly short order because there's one of the, there's only one of these things left. And it's pretty battered up. Is anyone acting during the engineering phase? That would be me, your okay. lovable engineer. Yeah, um, yeah, you are so lovable. My favorite, my favorite engineer. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so, so my options are either to like di- divert power so that like we get either more speed or more damage on our guns, or rebalancing the shields. Dustin, it sounds like your suggestion is rebalance the shields. Either that, or if we can boost speed so that way, um, Fanny, Miss Fanny, you can make sure that you're clear of the the, the forward the forward marking. I mean, assuming you you've been pretty good with beating the other person's piloting checks. So, I mean, that's really where the risk is. If you rebalance the shields, though, the the um the new tactical nukes take quite a bit of damn uh, shields away. So it might not even matter too much for us uh, in terms of that. It might just burn right through our shields right away. Um, yeah. So we could always, so yeah, it's really the, one of the two choices. I, I leave it, I leave it up to you, uh, Saren. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and just rebalance the shields, which means I'm going to swap from the engineer position to the, to the science officer position. Okay. So then that would be a helm phase action. Yeah. All right. So if we're skipping the engineering phase or going into helm phase, uh, is everybody still cool with letting Heidi go first for helm phase? Yeah. Go for it. All right. Sure. Go for it. So I need to roll um, okay, computer check to redirect with my plus 12. Oh, and I will take the... Mm, no, I think I'm going to leave one of the plus twos from our ship. For for you, Ballad, for for the shots. So plus twelve. Um, that is a I. Well, no, sorry. Uh, Plus twelve on my computers. I rolled a five for a seventeen total, which will allow me to rebalance, and I'm going to evenly redistribute everything. So I will do the math on that real fast, and we can move forward with Angel. Okay. Piloting checks, baby. Ooh, all right. Let's see here. Piloting checks. Here we go. Oh, and it looks like I have a negative one because of my extra stretchiness here. I'm looking at my thirst notes. I grew extra <laughs> arms on the fly like I shouldn't, but this is the second time I've done it. 
Uh, so that's 17. Oh man, is that the lowest I've rolled so far? <gasps> yeah, it's I, under 20. I actually beat you. Oh, oh my no. goodness. Oh, oh no. no. Wow. <laughs> I'm picturing, I think I'm a Lyric. Am I in a Lyric form? You Let me see here. Yeah. I am. So it looks like last game I grew extra arms via using the inspiration to get that little plus one, but now I'm paying for it because as I'm a Lyric's doing the commands for the ships the arms are still kind of maybe forming and it just kind of just pinches enough where maybe the side of his arm grazes like one of the things and he has to like really like adjust it last minute but it cost him in in the heat of the battle all right dang nabby cool well this means you go first oh man okay do your, do your maneuver all right, folks, y'all need me to get closer or further away. Fanny, get us up close. All right. Hold on to your fannies. You see what I did there? I, I sure do. And with that, beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> so Alaric makes the adjustments he had already messed up. So he's like course correcting, shoots forward, just a full turn and burn turn and burn that's my spaceship noise by the way right when they're about uh good at least on map two hexes away is gonna do another command to kind of flip us around to have them in our forward arc okay very nice very nice pew 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 which uh, i mean they're gonna move but that's fine Oh, I forgot to do my my piloting check. That is the I'm doing the evade, so that she'll give us plus two uh, AC and plus two targeting lock if successful. So let's see here. Come on, piloting check. Oh, thank goodness, that's a little bit more normal at uh, at thirty or thirty one, I should say. Woo! Very excellent. Well done. No, no notes. Okay. Let's see. What does the other pilot want to do? Hmm. 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 So seeing the Void Jammer come racing across the sky, more or less directly for it, this this little friend slash other scary ship is going to shoot straight forward out of the way, passing the Void Jammer completely, and come about so that the Void Jammer is now in its forward firing arc. No! And now we move on to the gunnery phase. Dustin, I assume you were withholding your withholding your action for this phase? I am going to, instead of giving Jess a bonus, I am going to mumble, open up the comms and go we took out your friend you sure you want to be next? because we you might have the advantage this round but we're going to get it back next round and I'm going to roll an intimidate uh, 17 plus 8, that is a 25 I'm pretty sure that passes alright, yeah, that absolutely, that sails past the DC okay, so the gunner is now going to take a negative 2 for well, do you want to do you want to roll the one d four to see how many rounds? Yeah, I'll roll a d four here. That is three rounds. Okay. You get nothing back from the other ship, but you know, you know, you got them quaking in their boots. 
you would sense it. All right. Um, hmm. That negative, that negative two might have made the difference. What's a 16 do? Oh, that still hits us. We're, we're at a 15. All right. Beat it by one. How oh, exciting. Gross. How ex- All righty. And naturally, they fired their tactical nuclear oh. missile launcher. Ooh. Yay! Oh. Who doesn't love a tactical nuclear missile launcher? I like it when we have the tactical nuclear. Come on, port shields. 20 points of damage to your uh, port side, looks like. Oh, that takes them out. Uh, well, with 20 points of damage, that means our port shields are down, and we take one point of hull damage. Frickin' frackin' friggin'. Frickin' and frack! Woo! One point of hull damage! Yes! <laughs> yes! You Eat finally- it! <laughs> You finally broke through there. Yes, Abby. I did. Eat it, suckers. Eat my bullets. <laughs> <laughs> so we are entering a new round now. We are uh, we are going back into engineering phase. Heidi, do you want to act during engineering phase or do you want to stick with science officer? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and move back to engineering. And... Okay. Um, Specifically, I'm going to hop on the uh, hop in the controls, beep boop beep boop, uh, and let's go ahead and divert power to the guns. Saren will just shout, "All right, Ballad, we're gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and give you all of the all of the the power I can to your guns. So hit them as hard as you can. That is a thirty total for my engineering. So I think that hits it. I think that hits the DC of like fifteen. I think you clear it by a little bit. Like, you know, a little bit. Yeah, it's cash. It's cash, but you totally clear it. (laughs) Yep. Oh, by the skin of your teeth, you guys, and your checks. (laughs) (laughs) Use that extra computing power for the guns and for the, for the, for the, for your piloting. Okay, we move on to helm phase. Uh, Who would like to act during the helm phase? Dustin, can I tempt you to take an action during the helm phase? I am, give me one second, because one of the things you said interesting enough during uh, re-listening to the episode in which our a- our lovely AI Calamity showed up is that they could actually be part of the crew in terms I, of... I did say that. I was hoping someone would remember this. <laughs> Calamity, you want to make sure you give uh, give Miss Fannin, make sure she gets that, that uh, the move and move, maneuvering we need. And uh, that plus the computer. So that will be a plus four for you there, Angel. Aye, aye, Captain. Much appreciated. Arms a little tender. I could definitely use some help with the maneuvering thrusters. Well, I'll certainly do my best. And they kind of give a little, a little cackle. You can hear, <laughs> you can hear a dark little chuckle coming over the speakers. All right. Okay, piloting, piloting checks. Check. Come on. Yes. That's going to be what, 35 altogether? <laughs> Holy shit. Excellent. Wow. Well that definitely beats uh that definitely beats the nineteen <laughs> piloting check that the other pilot made by a lot. So, you know, again, just 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 scooting by by the skin of your teeth, gang. Good job. Woohoo! Just just barely eking out a victory here. Okay, so this means it is the other ship's turn. That's right, Jess. Rah rah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna kill. 
<laughs> I love this for you. <laughs> Bloodlust. <laughs> Do I need to make a specific check for scooching backwards? No, I'm just going to take evasive maneuvers. Uh, yeah, the pilot passes the DC flying colors. Everybody's so good at driving starships. It just so happens that Miss Fanny is like the ultimate champion of driving starships. <laughs> <laughs> so the ship fires fires at y'all and then immediately takes a very hard left turn and shoots off to the left and comes about once more. Once, once more so that it is facing and has you in its forward arc. Once a more. Once a more. Okay, Alaric. What's uh, what's the boy jammer's move? Alaric, bring us up on their port side. Nice and close. The captain said to the port side, which is left, which is here. Wait, their port are my their port or my port? No. <laughs> their port. Okay, so this one is a standard fly. Doesn't looks like it requires any sort of check. So with calamity kind of compensating for lack of um, mobility or limited mobility, they've uh, essentially got the other joystick. <laughs> sweet, Alaric's going to take advantage of that and use tried and tested flight techniques to just do like a curving turn around and gracefully like slide in right to the port side of the enemy ship putting them in their forward arc uh calamity's forward arc while we're in the port arc of the marauder or is it mauler marauder marauder mauler i know this mauler i knew that i totally knew that no i didn't know that (laughs) beep 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 boop all right they're in range gunnery phase I'm going to take my action now. I'm the captain now. Ballad, there's no better time to take a shot than right now. And I know you got this. And I roll my diplomacy to give her with my 30, 31. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, you are very inspired there, Ballad. Hell yeah, I am. And with the, uh, don't forget you- the plus two from the computer. Yeah. You know what? I got the minus two that cancels out that plus two because I took evasive maneuvers. (laughs) Then whatever. I still get good bonuses. And you know what? I am going to go risky. Ooh, I love it. (laughs) Oh, turret also? Yes. Oh, god damn it. I don't like that laugh. I don't don't like it when they laugh like that. Make them stop. Make them stop, bitch. I was like, oh, a 23, I know that hits. And then I remembered I only have a plus three, Abby. God damn it. Do you want to know what that means? Does that mean you got a natural 20? Yes, but only one. Uh, The other one's a seven, so it's only a 10, which means the other one doesn't hit. But the the tactical nuke does. So Heidi was right. Two dice does mean higher chances of getting a 20. (laughs) You should stop listening to Heidi because her advice is consistently good and I don't like it. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, it was the first die that got me a 20 and then the second roll was the seven. So, it <laughs> but still, you know. Rambadazzle has rewarded you once again for your brazenness. She loves me. She loves me so much. All right. Okay. Um, so I, is there a crit effect on this weapon? 
There's something special that happens with critical damage in starship combat. Let me check. Critical damage. It's scored whenever a gunnery check results in a nat 20 on the die and damage is dealt to the starship's hull. Oh, yeah. Do we get through the shields? Roll roll the damage. Let's see. Ooh, not bad. Uh, damage is 30. Okay, yeah. You definitely make it through. You make it through the shields. Like, you get hull damage. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so what happens if a uh, hull damage does occur? Okay, so we need to roll a D100. Uh, Jess, roll a D100 for us. Oh. Okay. Um, because when critical damage is scored, the attacking PC should roll on the table below to randomly determine which of the target starship's key <gasps> systems is hit. Ooh. And that Ooh. system gains a critical damage condition with the effect listed on the table. I'm pretty sure this ship's going to be blown up, so... I will say, Dustin is correct. This conversation is somewhat academic. Roll on that crit table, though. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a 67, um, which... This ship blowed up. This ship, this ship did done blew up. The ship it's, blowed up. <laughs> the ship blowed up. There's, there's no more ship anymore. Um, all, all systems critically failed to the point the ship blew up. <laughs> 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 I knew you could do it. Way to go, Ballad. Hell yeah! <laughs> you you knocked out their engines right there at the end. Ballad's like playing music on her own body. <laughs> she, she's playing a dance track on her body and all her systems are lighting up. <laughs> she's recording the sound of the explosion, even though it doesn't make an... It does in Starfinder... Oh. Explosions do make sound in space, and she's oh, recording absolutely. the sound and it's putting science, it into her. It's science <laughs> fantasy, which means <laughs> <laughs> she's putting that in her, her sound database, and she's gonna yes. make a sick track out of it. Oh, that'd be sick! <laughs> Incredible! Great job, everybody! Uh, why don't we get the hell out of here? Uh, a calamity! You want to get uh, Sarah on a list of of things that need to get fixing around here and get those gobos going i'm happy to provide a list but i honestly there really isn't much really isn't much that needs fixing captain well i'm sure there's a potted plant or something that needs to be put back up on its <laughs> right side captain it sounds like you're just being petty <laughs> you can pick that potted plant up yourself if you'd like um, <laughs> we didn't take enough damage to our to our hull to even knock out any of our systems. Sarah, and I, I'm, <laughs> I'm gloating a little bit about the fact that we don't have anything going on. Yeah, um, I mean, because I especially want to note it. Want to note this for the four of you that you you went from a crappy little like an emphasis on little like you essentially lived in a in a in a tin can in space. With with no oh, with true. no extras, no amenities, no weapons to speak of, for how long have y'all been running together? Like eight years, or like you know, at, at the very least, Friday and Saren have been together for eight years at the very least. Um, yeah. You went from that, you went from that ship to a actual gunship. This oh. thing has good weapons and great shields and y'all are just simple cargo freighters but you've got a lot of firepower on your hands now that's wild that's awesome wow you can you can you can stare down bounty hunters and not get a and like you oh i guess your hull got scratched once 
<laughs> like, <laughs> wow, that's cool. Like, <laughs> that is pretty sweet. That is very cool. We're very, um, very much the expanse, like Jim Holden and the uh, yes. Rosinante. Like, just absolutely. You went from ice mining on a ship that was breaking down to a state of the art gunship that you're going to use for, for like freighting for some reason that we have no business owning. <laughs> That you have absolutely no business owning. And in fact, there are several organizations out there in the universe who don't want you to have it and think that you stole it. This is actually very much like The Expanse. The Expanse themes fly for your dire very heavy. <laughs> yeah. Calamity is their own being. They can't be stolen. They've chosen. That's true. Well, that's true. This is true. That is a key difference. Just like you couldn't steal Ballad, you can't steal you can kidnap Calamity. <laughs> yeah, Calamity, like, the Void Jammer can be kidnapped <laughs> and not <laughs> stolen. <laughs> Which you did, you kidnappers. <sighs> Uh-oh. Never again. Uh-oh, moral quandary. It's fine, they chose to stay. <laughs> so, assuming you make whatever minor repairs need to be made to your gunship slash cargo freighter, what do y'all want to do next? Uh, a couple of options that you have uh, on the table include, you know, looking for looking for a new job. Uh, do you want to try talking to Captain Eshovayo and make your case for oh. why he should still pay you some BP for not capturing Agavana? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because didn't the, the, the we blew up the place, right? So, like, the appearance <laughs> of her dying was is still there. That's true. And, and and I do have an awfully good diplomacy. <laughs> How's your yeah. bluff? My bluff is pretty damn good, too. It's not as good as my diplomacy. I mean, it's only a plus 10 as opposed to a plus 12, but, you know. Oh, no. Only plus 10? Crazy. <laughs> what a risk you take every time you roll. Are we going to let him know what happened as far as, like, hey, there's some corruption in y'all's government or are we heading with the oh, we found out Gabbana, but we've done blown her up? What route? I, are we I, going? I, I think we need to gather some of these starship parts of these ships that we destroyed and say, hey, you know, we went to go capture Agavana and these ships came down and blew up the facility she was in, she was in. Uh, but we took them down for you, and here's their here's their here's the remains of the parts, and we'll see uh, see what he has to say. Maybe you let him piece the things together. Maybe he can figure out where these ships came from. Yeah, because like from what Agavana said, sounds like he's not a horrible dude. But like, let's not. Well, I'm thinking it. more about just getting paid. No, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, you know, we try and tell him the wrong thing. He might uh, he might just tell us to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should do it. I give him this. Let him try to connect the dots. You know, we'll let him say that these ships destroyed where Agavana was at. We chased them down, destroyed them. Here's the proof of that. There's where the destroyed facility is. That's all we can do. But I think it still deserves a payday. And see what he has to say. We could also say we hacked the system, which we technically did, but. And so they we're finding proof that they're developing a vaccine. Why would uh why would this terrorist be developing a vaccine? 
Should they be yeah, refining the virus? We, we did gather that information for him. I think that's that's a that's quite a bit of it's quite a mm-hmm. bit of extra work we could do. Let's let's see what he has to say. Sounds good. Uh, setting in course for vest three. I'm just gonna uh, and they gooping together back to Relora's like just gonna be putting on something a tad more comfortable. Oh, uh, are you doing all right? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that kind of a turn and burn we did. Uh, I needed just a, a little bit more power, and you know the extra arms do help with piloting, but I didn't have them at the time, and usually I take a little bit more time to form my appendages. And ah, uh, but when I'm on the flies. Ooh, move stuff around, and plus I keep forgetting about this darn adrenal gland that's... Oh, let me just move it back to the lower spine. Are you talking I, about the one that you that you took on as an experiment? Yeah, I keep... I just keep forgetting it's there. It's like having a heavy meal. Oh, goodness gracious, I should probably get supper started. All right, I'm just gonna... You know what, I'm just gonna... Here's the course, Calamity, I think you could take the rest. I'm gonna... Oh yeah, you know I was what? gonna offer if you if you want to, you know, go take a load off. I got it. Ah, oh, you're a tear. As uh, Relora moves down the hallway uh, to go get dinner started or relax or whatever the hell they're gonna do, <laughs> it's just the the somewhat eerie sight uh, appears before you of calamities uh, or of the Void Jammer's systems spinning up on their own heading into the drift without anyone touching the controls but you can still see like calculations being done on the the readout screens or navigational stuff and you are en route back to Besk 3 which will take you five days using your signal booster or do we is there anything anybody wants to do while in the drift or should I just fast forward you to talking to Eshevayo uh, not as far as a roleplay scene, but I do want to declare that in those five days, since Saren was able to save at least the key parts of uh, Charity Mark V, uh, she wants to work on trying to rebuild Charity. And okay, uh, oh yeah, you, you know. were able to, to recover the parts. Oh, that's Absolutely. Right. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would like you to make me. I think both an engineering check and a computers check, considering that there is a bit of hardware and software that you would need to be able to figure out how to fix or reboot. Okay. Uh, if you want Calamity's help, they may be able to. They may be able to advise you on some of the software related. Certainly. And then, um, what what about the gob the goblins? Can they help me with the engineering components of it? Yeah, sure. You can take a plus two total for the goblins. Uh, I'm keeping it to only plus two for all three because I think that they're giving you a lot of conflicting information. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) But you know at this point, you know at this point to only listen to Rattlesnarp when it comes to mechanical engineering. The other two are, they're just just saying stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, so with Rattlesnarp's help, I rolled a natural 20 for a 34 total. Um, okay. On my on my engineering, um, okay. and then on the computers, uh, is it a plus one or a plus two with I'm calamity's give, I'll give help? You, I'll give you a plus two with calamity's help. Okay. Shit! That's another natural twenty. You. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> We're also a thirty-four. All right. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, between <laughs> between everybody kind of pitching in to help and sorting through Goog and Flea Greeb's nonsense, uh, winnowing out Rattlesnarp's actual helpful advice, and then plugging uh, Charity's hard drive, I guess, into into calamity into calamity's interfaces you're able to uh get her fixed up get her rebooted you know the body comes back together relatively easily and then you're able to sort of upload uh upload her personality to within a fair approximation of when uh she was struck she has lost a couple minutes so when she wakes up she's a little confused oh ugh. Hi there. Uh, where am I? Why am I here? Where's, uh... I do remember you. Did you kidnap me? Um, no. Actually, uh, we... You got blown up by some BMC holler... Or maulers. And, uh, I was able to rebuild you. You're both aboard the Void Jammer. Um, unfortunately, things went south pretty quickly. And, well, I figured you deserved enough more of a chance at life. Uh, it's kind of hard to read Charity's face because it's very, it's, 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 you know, it's definitely not built with the same fleshy bits that many androids have in mind, you know, as far as emoting and emoting. But you could, you could almost swear that by the tilt, by the tilt of her head, that she's a little touched. Well, I'll be darned. I mean, we just met. And you were hunting me for a minute there. And then you went out of your way to rebuild me. And I, uh, I mean, I'm, I will. I will. I have backups of myself. Oh, you know, else, well. elsewhere. But I mean, Mark One, I think, is still bumbling around out there somewhere. But uh, well, thank you kindly. This was this was sweet. Oh, where are we headed? And uh, also, did did she make it? She made it. Um, she she made it out aboard the Wintermorn. Okay. We were able to de- delay the the maulers before they could damage the ship that she was on. We're headed to Vesk Three. Shit. Where I suppose that the best thing for you would be for you to hide w- when we're there, and then we'll take you wherever you want to go. I'm offering that, even though the captain doesn't know that I rebuilt you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I okay. That sounds good. I I really can't be on Vesk Three. Uh, I've got a bit of a you know. She gestures at all of her pretty distinctive profile. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Where's my hat, by the way? Unfortunately, that's something I couldn't save from the wreckage. I'm sorry. She buy a new hat. Friday's walking around with the hat. Do you? I I thought I remembered that Friday had swiped the hat, or at least swiped the hat from one of the other charities. I swiped the hat from one of the other charities. (laughs) I, d- I don't know if Saren knows this. <laughs> <laughs> Saren's not actively intending to lie. <laughs> so you were able to fix Charity. I'm going to say on day five, like, the Void Jammer is, is scheduled to come out of the drift above Vesk 3 this afternoon. So Saren, having reached an agreement with Charity to lay low, and how low are we talking, Saren? Like, do you want Charity to hide from the entire crew? Or just like stay on board the Void Jammer for as long as you're on Vesk Three, but the, oh, but the rest shit. of the crew knows that she's there. I mean, we know that the parts are there, so God, my my gut says 
my gut says hide from the rest of the crew until everything to decrease chances of anything going wrong. Like, all right, on, only because loose lips sink ships, and we have a beautiful ship. Yeah, <laughs> the goblins will also have to stay aboard. <laughs> yep. They're the loosest lips of the crew. They're the, they're the very, very loose lips <laughs> oh on those my. gobbos. But but you know, charity charity will keep their mouth shut. I mean, their their proverbial mouth shut anyway. Maybe maybe get them NDAs that they have to sign. Oh gosh, everybody, everybody signs an NDA. All right, okay. So uh, charity is pretty much going to lie low and hide in the tech workshop since you're really the only one that goes in there. Okay. Um, and it's not like they need food any of that stuff cool okay so you arrive back on Vesk 3 do you just call Eshavayo or do you actually meet him in person do you set up a meeting uh with us I'll set up a meeting because we got we have stuff to give him okay sensitive sensitive info mm-hmm. where where do you set the meeting up where do you want it do you request uh, there- to meet him at his place or do you want or do you request that he meets you here I think I'm gonna. I, I, I'm not not where our ship's at. I think I'm gonna set it up to meet uh, somewhere close to the ship, but not where the ship's at. Uh, maybe a place that is like a shimmering uh, uh, hubbub, where there's lots of shimmering or not shimmerings, um, skittermanders, where there's lots of skittermanders wandering around and stuff like that, and just maybe a semi-public place where where we can still have a quiet private discussion, but public enough where if something goes down. Or something will hopefully not go down. All right. So you are able to set up the meeting with him. He is a little surprised at your choice of venue for where you want to have the meeting, but he's game. And you all head out to one of sort of the mid-tier levels of Command 3, which is the city where Eshevayo works. Uh, you're able to find sort of like a... It's a, it's a quiet bar. It's a... It's out of the way, but it's not a total dive. And you can be reasonably sure that you won't be overheard here. Yeah, he arrives uh, and sort of looks around like a little uncomfortably. There are a lot of skittermanders in here, so he sticks out like a sore thumb (laughs) in this room, which makes him a wee bit uncomfortable. And... He walks He walks in, he takes a seat at your table. Well, Captain, I was a little surprised that you wanted to meet here. Why? Uh, why? Well, we were a little surprised when we went to go, finally found where she was at, went up to the facility, and all of a sudden these two ships come out of nowhere and blow up the facility. And uh, we chase them down, and uh, we have their parts for you. But uh, we thought it was a little weird, and we just wanted to make sure since, you know, you and I were only the only people who, you know, as far as I knew, knew about this. Um, might be a mole in your ranks or somebody trying to stop some information to get 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 into you. Um, we also did happen to find some information in the rubble, and I pass I pass over the disc or the sure. data drive disc, whatever. The data the data crystal. There we go. That sounds futuristic. Passed over pass over a data crystal with all the information we found. Uh, Nice. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, one of Saren's crystals. She like <laughs> broke it off and was able to com- and was able to code some computer stuff in there. 
Uh, I love this. I think that's great. It's canon. Shimmerine can do this. Uh, we weren't able to, we weren't over. I, I was hoping to bring her back, but it just, there's no way we could, we couldn't even find her bo- body in the rubble. Most of that place was so, so destroyed. But uh, this is what we got. He seems a little taken aback by the sudden fountain of information. Uh, make me a bluff check. I swear to God, I'm, I'm actually rolling this good. I rolled a 19, so 19 okay. plus 10 is a 29. Okay. Remedy. He he blinks. His eyes do that thing, like the the you know the lizard thing, where like an inner eyelid blinks first, and then his over eyelid comes down, leans back in his chair a little bit, leans forward again, just di- just digesting. That was a lot of info. Okay. I guess that answers my next question, which is, were you able to secure? He glances around the package I'm pretty sure that that body got obliterated in the in the rubble and the explosion there was no no sign no sign of any corpses no sign of any accomplices just a lot of ash not that we found it was odd that the facility was so empty but we did find it looked like they were working on a vaccinate a vaccine from the data we found for uh for what you know what you were showing us and we thought that was a little weird as well you looked at this already well we were we had to look through it to see if it was anything worthwhile closes his claws around the data chris was like well certainly have my own team a few people i can trust look over the information and see if it can be verified yeah it might have been planted as false information Make sure you really trust him. Yeah, make sure you really trust him, because like I said, there was somebody knew we were there. I don't know how they knew. Only person we talked to was you. And let me stress, it was a pain in the ass. (laughs) We got shot to shit. When and were you able to ID to ID the ships? Well, we got one of them for you. So, well, the rubble of one anyway. The MC, they were MC Mauler ships. Uh, they were fast little buggers, but we, we were able to hold our own. Were you, and were you able to get codes off of either of them? BMC Maulers are a very popular class of ships among freelancer bounty hunters. Yeah, uh, when we... When we in, kind of got into combat i was able to scan them and grab their codes um i can provide those for you that would be helpful to see who sabotaged the mission i i thought i was so careful i thought i had spoken to no one about it Hmm. you're sure that that was i mean you you say that you didn't find any corpses there you did was there any sign that oathbreaker had been there at all there was um amidst the wreckage there was various medical tables that were you know kind of the remnants of them at least the only thing that i found um 
which I'm a, I'm a bit of an engineer, so I just look for any sort of good robotic goods to, to make things myself. But I found this robotic arm, Saren says, pulling pulling a an arm from one of the charity marks out of your backpack to, to show to show to Eshvayo. His eyes light up a little bit, and you get the impression that this he recognizes. Oh. He he is, it's possible he has encountered one of the charities before. Ah. Then she was there. I believe this arm may have belonged, and he sort of tucks it away in a bag that he brought with him. I believe this belongs to one of uh, Oathbreaker's better-known accomplices. I thank you for giving this to me. The rest of it was uh, completely damaged then. As far as we could find, it looked every we looked all over the rubble after we after we uh, destroyed those maulers. Um, just this is we were lucky to find this terminal that had the, the computer information on it. It somehow was the one of the few things that didn't get destroyed. Honestly, the, it's only the fact that I grew up making computers work out of nothing that um that I was able to even get it get it moving again. I see. <sighs> well, another dead end it seems on Agavana. I highly doubt that she's actually dead. The presence no corpse, but you were able to find some things intact. That means that her corpse could not possibly have been completely disintegrated if there were parts of the structure still standing. (sighs) And that you were able to recover a piece of one of her compatriots. She must have escaped. I don't know, man. Depends where she was. Look, the rest of that thing ain't around anymore. (laughs) No, I, I, I just, I think that she must have already moved on is all. She, I don't think she was killed in the explosion. If she was there, it's possible that she made it out before we'd even gotten there. Saren's been pulling up the, the codes from your datapad and just turns the datapad to show them to him. It's like, these are the codes I pulled off the ship. Uh, he, you know, he attaches his own little data chip thing and downloads, downloads the codes. Okay. Onto like, that will at least give me somewhere to look there was a, also another phrase uh, I can't I, I might I, didn't, uh, I, I take out a scrap of paper and like a pen which you know probably very rare to see nowadays in this in future world and I write down what was the name of the secret organization adamant scale I, I write uh, there was this also this uh, you know in our findings we heard this this this, this odd you know, like nobody could seem to pinpoint it, but this word did come up once or twice. And uh, I write it down and I slide it over to him. He looks over and sort of shrugs. Like I can shed no more light on this. You say it came up, came up how? It just came up as like something to do with, you know, Vesks and, uh, and how, how you guys all organize like on a computer readout or a conversation you overheard? It was something we heard on the comms between the two uh, maulers as they were something about this 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 best group or something like that. 
Is he lying? Can I? I'm sensing motive. Yeah, yeah. You you go you go ahead and sense motive on him, Dustin. I'm going to want you to make another bluff check for that okay. for the Adam and Scale related stuff. Damn. Seventeen. Can I aid his bluff? So. Um. Sure. Do you throw in? Do you do you like corroborate his story as part of your aid? Yeah, I was going to throw in like, oh yeah, Saren was doing some of your, you know, typical, we we like to hack comms <laughs> when we're fighting, so she picked that up, little scraps of convo between them. Oh, okay, yeah, you can aid. I, I rolled a 15 for a 25, so plus the aid is a 27. Yeah, you get the aid. Just barely. <laughs> And my sense motive is only a 17, so I don't know. He appears he appears to believe you. And Ballad, that's the sense that you're you're getting from him as well. Is he's surprised and and he doesn't want to believe it. Hmm. But he is but he does there's just something awful trustworthy about the four of you. <laughs> <laughs> so you do you do get the sense that he he does he he believes you enough to check out the evidence that you've given him. He doesn't believe it completely just on your say so, but he is interested in the evidence you've gathered and he believes that you believe in what you've told him. 300-year-old mafia assassin. <laughs> Is the most trustworthy person in the galaxy. So trustworthy. <laughs> I, I I think Friday's intention is to change his perspective a little bit on like the lens because I'm imagining he's seen things through the lens as a vesk up and up got person who always follows the rules, always follows the law, and couldn't it couldn't possibly be some shadowy organization within the vest system that is doing these. But maybe by pushing him enough in a direction, maybe he'll he'll be able to see it through a perspective he might have not thought before. So, Sure. I mean, he's not quite there yet, but he does believe, he believes you believe it, and he does, he is interested enough to take the evidence and check it. Yeah, I'm trying to give him some dots without us, like, implicating ourselves heavily, I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, and you're, I mean, you know, your roles have been, you know, typically excellent. Uh, for this kind of for this kind of thing, so like so, you, you like ballot in particular, you you know, and you will be able to impart later that he seems he was he was not suspicious of the four of you, tight. Even even if he remains suspicious of the evidence you presented him with, did um, he think we gave him enough to pay us? Though is the question. Well, that's a whole different question. You're gonna have to talk to him about it. Well, so uh, as you can see, we weren't able to finish the job quite the way you want, but I thought, I think uh, what we did bring you is some excellent leads for you to continue to figure out what's going on. And I'm hoping uh, give us some, give, give, give us uh, our, our, what we're looking for. Ah, yes. Payment. Ding. We... You did go there, and you came under fire, and you were able to bring me, well, something. 
for all the trouble we went to. I do have one final question before we settle before we settle the subject of payment. Was uh, how did you find Jask? Were you able to get any additional information out of them? Did you go back and speak to them? They were they were our last best lead on Agavana, and if she was not actually on planet, they might know where she went. It wasn't it wasn't Jask that that gave us the information. It was two robot friends that were looking on their building that we uh, discovered and were able to get some information off of their bodies once we took them out. Oh yeah, they they just they weren't that involved really i think they were sort of coerced into some stuff and uh they didn't know much more than that they were trying to wash their hands of all of it (sighs) that was the impression i got anyways well i was afraid of that all right then yes this is these are our best possible leads going forward you were able to secure that much However, given that the trail has gone cold and I have Agavana neither alive nor dead, I cannot pay you the full sum. I understand that. Will five BP be sufficient for your trouble? I, I think five BP was nice, but uh, I think we did. I know I know the trail went cold in some ways, but I think we gave you plenty of information to find some new trails. Maybe seven? And I'll roll a diplomacy. Yeah, roll, roll a diplomacy on that one. I rolled a three for a 15. I love it when this happens. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually not quite, that's actually not quite enough. (laughs) While you did give me something to go off of, I'm afraid a bombed out facility and a bombed out facility, a robot arm and transponder codes for ships that are usually used by freelance bounty hunters and therefore are very hard to trace what organization they may have been working for at the time. It is something, but it is these are not good leads. I'm afraid I'm going to... Five is the most I can offer. I totally understand. And uh, he sticks, Friday sticks his hand out to, for a shake. Eshevayo, Eshevayo shakes it. I will, of course, hang on to your information if I am able to get fresh leads. I I do feel that your crew does good work. If you're open to it, I would like to engage you again if I'm able to discover where she went. I I would be happy. I would be happy to to oblige you. Uh, Also, can you uh, would you be willing to leave a review on our likes listing? We really appreciate it. (laughs) I'm afraid, due to the nature of what I contracted you for, I would be very uncomfortable leaving. A review of your work. I don't want. To, I don't want any connection to be noted between the two of us. Okay. Well, you can leave leave us five stars at least. I don't want any connection to be noted between the two of us, and I, therefore I'm unable to give you a X review. I understand. You gotta <laughs> log in on your friend's account or something. <laughs> all right. All fun. right. I'll create a fake account and give you five stars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> awesome. So uh, thank them, and we're on our way to get the hell out of this planet before anything else goes wrong. So you are 5 BP the richer at this point. Ooh. You are still on Vesk 3 if you'd like to spend any of that BP on your ship somewhere. Um, or you can take a, you know, take some time to think about it. No rush. Mini nuke mines it is. <laughs> oh boy, I am so excited. 
for y'all to use And those can be dropped during the helm phase. They can. Oh, boy. That's exciting. Love what you're spending the BP on. I actually think that mine thing sounds really fun. Installing a gun doesn't take a whole lot of time. I'm imagining it would t- it would probably take no longer than like a few hours to just install a new gun. So you're able to leave Vesk 3 uh, same day, but not before you get to essentially sort of pick up your mail. You're able to get uh, comms messages in. There is one message from Tarika. I'll accept the message. Tarika appears on the screen, wide smile, just kind of addressing generally the entire crew. Look at my little den of kittens all grown up into tough as nails bounty hunters. The last time you talked to her, you were still planning on hunting Agavana down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope that went well. Listen, while y'all were all flying around on the Viscarium Dime, an old friend of mine called up looking for a hand. So I found you a new job. Uh, her name is Yatraxo Resman. She's a storm runner, flying her ship Wild Magic through the gas of Vesk 5, catching star metals that get ejected out of the planet's core. It's a pretty dangerous job, and it's also a little illegal. But we don't let a little thing like the law get between us and a paycheck, now do we? Hell no. Old Trax needs a ship to transport her haul from Besk 5 to a bazaar in the Marixa Republic, far beyond the reach of the Viscarium, so you don't need to worry about any pesky little law-breaking. Uh, I told her you'd be perfect. I'm sending you the coordinates to Quarisked, which is a Formian colony on Vesk 5 that Trax works out of. She'll meet you there. Anyway, so I uh, hope that works out well for you. If for whatever reason you can't take the job, give me a holler. And we'll figure it out. Oh, um, on a personal note, Saren, uh, have you heard from Shan recently? I, uh, I haven't heard no. from her in a minute, and she hasn't been responding to my messages. So I was hoping that she's been talking to somebody else, and maybe it's just she's mad at me for some reason. You know, mother-daughter stuff. Uh, so please uh, let me know if you've heard from her, okay? I'm just, I'm just getting a little worried. All right, everybody. Happy storm running. Tariq out. And the message ends. There's a um, pit that forms inside of Saren, hearing that Tarika hasn't heard from Shan either. Saren remembers the fact that Shan was the one who saved Jur before she joined up with Friday aboard the Calamity and is a little worried that she might have gone missing in the depths of the ocean there. Yep. Yep. Hmm. 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 Well, who can say how that will turn out? You can. You can just <laughs> tell us right, right now. <laughs> I can say, but I won't. <laughs> I was going to leave uh, Sarah with that pit in your stomach. Uh, Ballad also has a message. It's actually a text mail message um, that is heavily encrypted in a code that is used by only one person in Ballad's life. So Ballad is able to crack it immediately. It's a message from Xavius, heavily encrypted, so that only Ballad will be able to read it with any luck. And Xavius writes a warning against returning to Absalom Station anytime soon. They say that Sinjin appears to be mobilizing. They say that they've heard whispers that the Hafragek family 
has been engaged and has been asking asking questions in various circles on Absalom Station about folks matching each of your descriptions. So they're warning you to be careful. Um, if you want to make me a culture check plus your underworld, then you can you can get a little more information. Sure. Oh, 20... No, 31. Holy shit. Oh my. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was another... <laughs> that was a natural 20. You uh, you know the Hafragex. You've You have occasionally had... You've occasionally worked with them before, actually. They are another Golden League family, primarily Vesk, that have worked with Sinjin and you in the past. Uh, and they are based out of Absalom Station. So it appears uh, that stealing the Void Jammer or kidnapping Calamity, however you want to, however you want to phrase that, it's beginning to catch up with you. God, why are you so obsessed with me? I, I mean, I will say that in Sinjin's defense, he did hire you to do a job and then you did not deliver the thing that he paid you for. <laughs> oh my God, whatever. Who would ever so... deliver something? After the, <laughs> a, okay, after the hundred and some years we knew each other, how'd he think I wasn't gonna, like, you gotta be stupid if you think I was gonna show up yeah, with your shit. Yeah, stupid. Okay, you know what? Can. Fair enough. Stupid obsessed with you is the only yeah. is the only yeah. Literally, <laughs> yeah. Literally, he was so he's such a simp. He was like, oh yeah, she'll. I believe in her because I love her so much. <laughs> he is an all powerful, tough as nails crime lord slash assassin who is an absolute simp for Ballad. Simp and Sinjin. <laughs> But now, but, you know, with this news, you are beginning to think that that simpitude is beginning to, you simpitude. know, the other side of the coin, <laughs> the the other side of the simpitude coin um, is probably facing up. The crazy side. The, the crazy, <laughs> if I can't have you, no one can side is probably. The, the side that made me leave. <laughs> yeah, the side, the side you weren't a big fan of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, y'all, just heads up. We should not go back to Absalom Station. But, but I was going to go back to the mineral deposit. Oh. Oh. I had a, mm, I had a meeting set up. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <gasps> okay, mm. well, here's, do you want to know? So, okay, because the reason is that, um, I'm so sorry I'm rock blocking you. Actually, no, I will take responsibility. So Sinjin is looking for us. Um, I mean, we didn't deliver the ship he asked for and all that stuff. So. I, I don't think you need to take responsibility for that. I mean, we all did decide to keep the ship. It's not like no, you you're made right. That it just <sighs> sometimes it feels like um, it's my fault that he went all <laughs> loopy, but I guess that he's always been like that. So maybe it's not my fault. I'm just blaming myself for something. You know what? Let's unpack that at a different time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not responsible for him. TL mm. TLDR, he totally has um a pretty nasty GL family like looking he's for us. He's gone cuckoo yeah. for cocoa puffs over you. Well, he's always kind of been like that. Um again, not the time to unpack all that. I don't know. 
<laughs> it's complicated. But uh, basically, I mean, he's he's just doing his thing as a crime lord. You know, it's to be expected. In fact, I'm surprised I didn't get this message sooner, you know. Well, I, I mean, I think it's just going to become fairly obvious at some point. He's probably going to just have to be taken down like the rabbit dog he is. But uh, well, we'll come oh, up to I, that problem when, it, when we meet it. I relish. I relish the opportunity. Hey, hey, can I make a little, you know, a little pact with y'all now? If we do get to fight him, can I kill him? <laughs> Please. I feel like I've earned it. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> you do you. You do you. Yeah, just just let me have the killing blow. I just, I feel like karmic justice. You know, a lot has gone on between us. But like I said, we're not unpacking that now. We're not unpacking that now. <laughs> Very well. If I'm ever in the position to uh, do the coup de gras, I shall refrain from killing this person. Yes, please. Unless, I mean, okay, I will say, if it's life or death, like, obviously don't wait. Like, if it's you or him, obviously don't wait. That's stupid. But if we have the the leisure, <laughs> the leeway, I'd love to I'd love to be the one to strike him down because he is a horrible asshole. And he did fuck up a lot of my life and also deprive me of my family simply by threatening me, so... There is a lot to unpack there. Hmm. <laughs> but we're not unpacking it now. We're not. <laughs> okay. So messages received, newly armed with certain information and also with a potential new job. The Void Jammer departs Vesk 3 on the way to Vesk 5. But still on Vesk 3 are, you know, a few people that you've met along the way, including Carmen and Donnie, who are back at Skitterhaven Ranch, enjoying a nice romantic dinner, talking about their future plans for this herd of raccoon, bear, dog, hyena thing. They're seriously re- relationship goals for me. I know, they're really precious. Which the differences. The Defrix is no. very precious, but also. <laughs> <laughs> but so were Carmen Adami, Adani. Sitting there, Carm is gesticulating wildly with all of his hands. Adani is listening with affection and also a little exasperation because she's trying to get down to brass tacks here. But their dinner uh, is interrupted. It's cut a little short. Suddenly the lights flicker. They go dark. There's a scuffling. Adani screams. There's a couple of thunks that kind of sound a little bit like two people getting hit on the head very hard. The lights come back up. All of the dishes on the table have been overturned. Adani's chair has fallen to the side. Both of them are gone. Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic world's production. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love listening to us on the show, which I totally understand why you would, we are all very charming, you can go check out our other show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, where we're gonna we're we're doing a Pathfinder 1E run of the Reign of Winter adventure path. 
It's a rollicking good time. We have quite a backlog of episodes built up. If you love our show and you'd like to support our show, you can head on over to fantasticworlds.cash. You can get access to a lot of pretty great behind-the-scenes content as well as uh, merch and other sort of special things, special interactions with all of the cast members. And we sure would appreciate it because it helps us keep our show on the air. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Heidi, your chief engineer who never has technical problems. You can find me on uh, on Twitter at Vamahillion. This is your ace pilot, Angel Espinosa, a gay Javier. I also go by Javier. Um, I can be reached <laughs> at Espinosa916 on the Sokiel Media. This is Jess, nuker of ships. um, (laughs) uh, Disciple of um, Rombadazzle. You can find me at Hank the Clank. This is your charming space cowboy, Friday Francisco, or uh, better known as Dustin Alexander. You can reach me at Dustin Alexander. Thank you all once again so much for listening to the show. If you enjoy our show, do us a huge favor. Help spread the word to friends and family you think also might enjoy it. And we'll see you next time, Far Beyond the Stars. Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic world's production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Pack, Fly Free or Die, is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. Gun. God, God. guns. <laughs> Unrelated to, um, to, to Starship Upgrades, I love the idea of his, him contracting us in the future to track down Agavana, and we still, like, we just kind of constantly are like... Hey, we oh, found no. you. Uh, oh, no, she wasn't there. Oh, no, she got away. <laughs> How many times can we get away with that, you know, before he starts to suspect? <laughs> and that was kind of my thought when he suggested that. It was like, oh, this works. This works great. <laughs> They'll never capture Agavana because he's just keeps sending the same band of bumbling goons after her. <laughs> The same band of bumbling goons who also happen to really be on her side. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We keep sliding up like, hey, girl, it's us again. You need to blow this spot. <laughs> She's like, oh, Dret. But I'm glad he keeps hiring the four of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I think Friday's, one of Friday's hopes was that each time we do it, we might lead him a little closer to the fact that maybe she's not the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You keep finding more and more evidence of like, I don't know. It seems like she's on the up and up. (laughs) (laughs) He starts doing like the Pepe Sylvia board, like in his office. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's going to go crazy. I don't actually have the notes up in front of me. I forget what we actually say. I remember the first part, but not the second part. Hang on. You didn't have your lines memorized. I didn't have them memorized. (laughs) I'm not good at stuff. How are you going to do the play if you don't have your lines memorized? <laughs> I'm, too, yeah, I'm too busy trying to remember other stuff. <laughs>